Roberto Baldwin. Welcome to the Stupid Podcast Ideas podcast. We take our worst podcast schemes, talk about what they could have been, and then promptly set them ablaze and toss them into the tire fire that is life. A new podcast will be available every Tuesday and Thursday, and two folks just don't want to talk to me no more. We're sick of you, Robbie. We don't want to talk to you. Today's sponsored. Today's episode is sponsored by Trains. Choo-choo and all aboard and all that. Trains, they're far more important than you think. I want to welcome everyone to episode number 11 of the Stupid Podcast Ideas podcast. And my guest today is professional apologizer, Tad. How are you doing, Tad? Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm alive. You're alive. And that's, you have a baseline that we used to have. We're like, oh, I'm doing okay. And now it's I'm alive. That's kind of the baseline, which is unfortunate. And, and, and you know, you, I, I'm healthy or, you know, as I far can, as I know, I can taste things. That's another thing that um, I have. I know somebody who's lost their sense of taste because of uh, COVID-19. Uh, I don't know them personally, but somebody I follow on Twitter lost their sense of smell. <sighs> See, that's, that's tough because I love eating. Yeah, I, 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 if I couldn't taste things, if I couldn't smell things, I, I, that would be probably worse than my lungs filling up with fluid. You, you, I think you just get really into texture at that point. <laughs> How do things feel? How does this feel in my mouth? It's got a good mouth feel. Oh, <laughs> uh, gross. Okay. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing good today. Um, I, we let the puppy run around in the, the, the part of our backyard that is uh, unmanageable, <laughs> and he uh, returned with some ticks. And so we, uh, we immediately uh, de-ticked him. Uh, fortunately, none of them had actually gotten on his skin. They were all on his hair, and we got him before they could burrow down and then give him Lyme disease and make him tired, I guess, all the time. Lyme disease is a horrible thing. Um, and then, um, what else did I do? Eh, that's pretty much it. And oh, and I went and bought a new, a little collar for him, a tick, a tick collar, uh, based on uh, the, Tim Stevens. Uh, he lives out in the middle of nowhere, and he has dogs. He's like, you should get this. So I got it. So is that one of those ones that like leaks the fluid slowly, and it like covers their body? I think so. Yeah, it's it lasts for eight months, um, and then it's just like this thin gray one. I haven't actually opened it yet because um, everything that comes into our house is immediately put into a special box until it's sanitized. The COVID so box. It's now it's sitting in a special box because uh, I, I, I was back whacking weeds and everything and I had run and do that and then I'd run back and do this. By the time I got back, um, I didn't have time to sanitize it. So I think it's only like yay big and it's gray. It'll go under, it'll complement <laughs> His other, his other, uh, it's gray, so it's a nice neutral color. It's not going to be a lot of clashing, which I know he's concerned about. If he's got a pink shirt on, you know, it'll, it, it'll just blend in. It'll look great. If he, if he got a pink shirt and he had a little gray, a little gray choker, that's Steph Chef's kiss. <laughs> so how, so, so how are you doing? Like, so shelter in place, like my, I, I'm at home. My wife goes to work. How, how are you dealing with uh, shelter in place? It's funny you should ask because I just wrote an article about this. <gasps> it's 
So over on, on a website that's hosted by Robbie, which is called 100percentrad.com. That's the numbers 100 and then percent rad spelled out. Uh, and the answer is I'm not doing great with it. Um, I'm in retail. I'm in retail management. Uh, that's why my title is professional apologizer, because that's mostly what I do. Yeah. Um, or low volume weapon salesman is my other potential title. Um, but I, uh, I have to go to work every day and I have to be in pretty close contact with the general public. Mm -hmm. um, we have social distancing policies set up. We are, uh, my company requires us to wear masks um, I, but I do have to go out and walk to work cause I'm a pedestrian, um, walk to work every day, walk home or take an Uber most days and, uh, generally interact with people who a lot of them don't seem to really care that they might potentially be spreading a deadly disease all over the place. Uh, a lot of our customers don't wear masks. A lot of them don't follow social distancing guidelines, they get mad at us that we're not taking returns right now, that type of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I wish I had a funny joke here, but it's not funny. It's just depressing. So, so where you're at, there, there are no, and, and I live in the Bay, in the Bay Area, you can't go into like legally, like there's signs all over the door. The, we legally cannot let you into our building unless you are wearing a mask. So I'm assuming, I guess, you are, that is not a mandate or is it so i'm in i'm in seattle um governor inslee issued basically a travel restriction where it was like you are supposed to be wearing a mask if you can't properly social distance um because most retail operations have instituted some sort of internal social distancing policy, the marks on the ground for checkout, customer limits, that type of thing, you don't have to wear a mask. And so a lot of people aren't. Um, I've had multiple virus deniers come in. I've had people who just straight up told me it's not happening or it's 5G or it's the government or whatever. It's like, we're all wearing masks, man. Like nobody is doing this because this is fake. We're doing it because we don't want to die. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what percentage of the, of, would you say your, of your customers are just completely clueless or just don't care? Um, for some people, I think it might be at least partially a language barrier um, the area that, that I work in has a fairly large um, West African population, new immigrant West African population, um, a lot of uh, Hispanic people um, who don't have the best command of English. Mostly, like, there are people who, if they do get too close to you and you're like, hey, I need you to step back or that type of thing, they're perfectly fine about it. Yeah. The percentage that's the reopen protester you know karen population is 15 15 20 percent somewhere in that area and and then it, it also does tend to split as far as i've seen along class and um age lines younger more working class people are definitely wearing masks as the older and more affluent you get the, 
more, they're not, and in some ways seem almost aggressive towards you because you are. Boomers. <laughs> Boomers and Karens. Come on, guys. Well, okay, so beyond that, uh, outside of that, you're at home, or is it, is it I, I have insane dreams about this. And, and, and my, the reason I'm having the dreams is because I have to read about it all day, every day. That's part of my job. And then I have, you know, my, my wife works in a hospital. So she comes home and she tells me things and, and she has to be on a constant daily what's going on. And I have to constantly be not just daily, but also in the future what's going on and what this means for, for whatever. Um, so like, let's just say my dreams are insane right now. What, how, how are your dreams just like, is there a lot of, I could have nothing but stress dreams. So I, um, I suffer pretty severely from depression, uh, which if anyone follows me on Twitter is obvious. Um, and I, uh, I don't dream very much, or at least I don't remember my dreams very much. Um, I have the teeth falling out dream that everyone has uh, fairly regularly, probably because I have bad teeth genetically. Mm -hmm. But um, beyond that, I, I don't actually have a lot of dreams about it. But w the other thing is I'm, I'm waking up constantly. Like uh, I'm falling asleep uh, at a relatively normal time and waking up between six and 10 times during the course of an eight hour period. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, that, that part of things kind of sucks because sleeping's cool um, and it's good for you, which, you know, um, you know, you should sleep. It, it, it literally took me a very long time to understand that sleeping is cool. Like into my 30s. It was, I don't know why. Um, I, yeah. But no, like sleeping is cool. Like this podcast message, by the way, sleep. It's good for you and it's cool. Um, <laughs> beyond that, uh, it's funny because I was just talking to some people I know from Twitter on a Zoom group chat, and they're all talking about the uh, all the movies and the Netflix and the TV shows and the blah, 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 blah they've been watching and all that other stuff. And then they come around to me and I'm like, uh, my life hasn't changed all that much. I don't go out to bars very much anymore. And when I do, it's for takeout. Mm -hmm. So that's a difference. I don't really go on vacation anymore. This actually started literally the lockdown went into effect the first day of my vacation this year, which was a real bummer. Um, and yeah, my birthday was that week too. Uh -oh. I had, yeah. Um, the, the, if anyone wants to send me presents, my birthday is March 17th. Um, Internet the, presents. um, the uh the thing with me is like i'm i'm at work for nine and a half hours a day i walk to work that's an hour walk if i walk home that's an hour so i'm out of the house for 12 hours a day mm -hmm. um so when i get home i don't have that much time to indulge in things like that you know um i'm trying to do little stuff here and there uh trying to learn how to pick locks um, picking locks is super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I bought all of this stuff actually right around the time lockdown went into effect. I have 
it's over there. I'm not going to grab it, but I literally have like fishing tackle boxes full of stuff with like lock picks and turning tools and all that other stuff in it. And then another one that's full of locks and pieces of locks and things like that, because I just find all that mechanical stuff really interesting. And who knows, someday it might come in handy. Uh, you know, if I'm committing crimes or I lock myself out of the apartment or Batman or criminal or Batman. Locksmith. Maybe I'll be a locksmith. Who knows? Oh yeah. Locksmith. <laughs> I guess that seems like the, the most logical. No, it's crime. Crime is the most logical, but I, don't think, I, mean, I really don't think criminals like take the time to pick locks. Because if there's a door and then there's a window, they're just like rock window. For the most part, that's correct. And um, also, in my brain, criminals are, are are working to circus music. That's also true. Yeah. Um, just Benny Hill theme. As long as you're selling drugs, just just selling <laughs> drugs to the Benny Hill theme. And they're and there's everyone's in fast motion and there's half naked women chasing them. It's insane. <laughs> The um, the there are criminals who do pick locks, and they're the ones who don't get caught, um, because they're going after very very specific things. Mm -hmm. Uh, lock picking is real big in the pen testing world too. Yeah, um, because when you if you're at Capcom, it's just a hole when you walk. There's just essentially like a whole room of people picking locks, and there's 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 tamper proof. Uh, stuff, but a lot of it is people picking locks. You can buy every lock picking thing you need while at DEF CON. Yeah, man, I wish there was a DEF CON this year. I really wanted to go. It's, I, I actually really like DEF CON. Um, I know that, you know, it's, it's, it, it there is a, uh, a sense of, especially if you're a journalist, because people just kind of like, uh, and the, the, the goons, the goons who are the people like sort of the, the, the sheriff, not just the deputies of, of DEF CON, they just love to fuck with the, with the, the journalists. They don't really care. But it's, I, I, I actually enjoyed it. And I was probably going to go this year for car hacking, but womp womp. Yeah, I, I've never been. And it's one of those places where it's like, it was always a whisper somewhere. Oh, like DEF CON, go to DEF CON. They'll, they'll hack your phone. You'll be on the wall of shame, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, no, they won't. Shut up. Um, but, <laughs> not me, but other people, yeah. Um, but the the thing with it is that um, I, I finally am at a point in my life where I probably could have gone. Like I could have found the time to go. I've got another cell phone that I can throw a burner sim in. You know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And and I don't and I don't don't get to do that. And I said this on, on Twitter a little while ago, but I miss looking forward to things. Yeah, that's, that is a, I was talking to um, another member of my band um, today. Which uh, one? Which uh, band? Uh, oh, which band? Uh, the North, uh, North American Scum. Like the big one. The one that everyone goes to see. The band. Yeah. And um, it was, the, the conversation revolved around, uh, it sort of devolved into talking about like when do you think the band's coming back? And I really don't think that we're going to be doing like I don't even think we're going to be meeting until fall, maybe late fall, and even and then if we get a show, maybe a show in the winter. But that's 
to me, that's sort of best case scenario because there's there's a lot of variables that happen when you when you have a band with seven people. Some people are are, are partners with people who may be immune compromised. I have a wife who works in the hospital, which means she comes home, and even though we like you know essentially wipe everything in the house down, there's always the possibility that she brings in something. I get it. I go to band practice. I give it to somebody in my band who goes home to somebody on the yeah, whole like you know the domino effect of, of of the virus and so it's just like well for the sake of everybody's health you just have to like well i know this is a thing that we love to do we love hanging out together we love you know meeting every week we love doing shows but yeah so yeah looking forward to things because looking forward to shows is always sort of a thing yeah i i like it's funny because I kind of stopped going to concerts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, I, I'm in my late 30s now and uh, there's not that many bands I'm super interested in seeing live. I've seen a lot of the ones that I want to see live, but like I would go to a concert right now. Like I wouldn't, not yeah. right now, but like yeah. the world were different. I would go to a concert right now. Like that if would tomorrow be we have a virus and we're just going to fly over everyone's house and like spray it on everybody and you'll be fine. And right. that day you're like, Hey, I don't care who's performing. Like, I don't care who's performing. Oh, Lord is performing. Fuck it. I'll go see Lord. Even though I hate her music, I'll go see it. Like, I, I don't you know, I, people. <laughs> oh, I so, so, hey, please get mad at me on the internet. I don't care. Please get mad at Tad on the internet. He doesn't care. Uh, so let's talk about your podcast ideas. This okay. Is, this is the, the, the bread and butter. How do I make my money? I don't make any money on this. Uh, so what do, you, what do you got for us first? Okay. So you know what drunk history is? I do. I love drunk history. Okay. Um, so my, what do you know about the Warhammer 40,000 universe? I know it's a game. I know there's figurines. Uh, I know that there's like a board of some sort with little grids and people set things up. I've seen people like setting up for, and I have friends who are into it, but I've never seen anyone actually play it. I've seen the book or manual, but I, I, I other than that, that's, that's, that's the yeah. end. Are you aware that it has an incredibly deep, complicated and rich fiction? Uh, I do now. Um, so the people who make Warhammer uh, actually run a publishing company called the Black Library, mm -hmm. and they hire sci-fi writers to write novels set in their universe. And apparently they have a lore master who works there, and they incorporate some of the things that are written in the books into the lore that's in the, the, the manuals that you buy, the playing manuals and all that stuff. They have a, a magazine called White Dwarf that they put out, which has short stories and various game ideas and all this other stuff but they have created a, a, a it's a mile deep of lore for this universe um and my idea was to do a podcast where you tell the history of the warhammer universe basically maybe by faction or maybe just the humans because the humans actually represent multiple factions in it and all that other stuff but but literally to do a podcast a history podcast of that i then found out that's a real thing people actually do those are they're, they're mostly on youtube but there are people who are doing that thing specifically and i was like what if i did it when i was drunk 
What if I did? What if I did drunk history, or if you know who Matt Chrisman is, the inebriated past of Warhammer 40k lore, where I drink a bunch of martinis or beers or whatever, and then I try from memory to retell the history of the Imperium of Man, and um, then maybe get my friends who also know things about Warhammer or don't, which would be even cooler because then I'm telling them and they can ask me questions and maybe keep it a little bit more on track. Yeah. Because I'm definitely going to veer off into like starting to spout communist propaganda at some point or something. And yes, I think that's, that is the, I think is, is Derek, Derek Mead, I think is the, the host and the creator of Drunk History. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure if I'm wrong, sorry dude um but yeah i think his even though he's like it's just reactions in the show um when they edit it i'm pretty sure uh, things that are edited out are just kind of uh, guide the person back to, to stay on target stay on target because it's difficult to keep people on target just telling the story now you have to keep them on target while drunk right and you have to maintain a certain level of drunkness too. Like that's the thing is like you. I know you're not much of a drinker, right? I don't drink at all. Yeah. Um, so my thing is like I when I'm drinking, I try to stay in like this part of the arc. Uh huh. Like I don't want to go too far this way, but I also don't want to backslide too much. Well, like I don't suddenly want to be sober. Because mm -hmm. that's a bummer. <laughs> like, um, so trying to trying to figure out how, like, I'm recording this podcast and I'm drinking and I'm trying to tell a story and I'm trying not to fall out of this very narrow window mm -hmm. where I'm capable of being understood and still kind of socially lubricated enough to be interesting. Like, that I, would be... A I think um, to make this work... Because there's already, like, like you said, there's already the, the, the podcast. And the drunk thing is, it's cool. But I think what you, what you also have to be doing at that time is either, A, painting a figurine. Because I know that's, like, a thing. And I remember my friend was, like, really into it. He's like, I don't really play the game. He's like, as much as I should. But it really relaxed him to, like, paint those figurines. Because it was something else that he didn't do uh, that was part of his, like, his job. Um, so you'd have to be painting a figurine, or you have to have multiple figurines, and you kind of have to act it out. Like you got, you got to have some sort of interactive elements. And then, and at the end of the show, when you do, if you decide the paint is one, you you have a picture, and you have this, like a little lazy Susan of the figurine, like what it looks like. And then you have it's like the knife show. Yeah, and then you like you know at the at the end you have like this is the episode five figurine. Then I sell those on eBay to raise money for my production costs. Bam! There you go. Okay, and this has to be a video podcast, then, oh, because be obviously. Because audio, audio and drunk, like video and drunk is far more entertaining than audio and drunk. Because audio and drunk is just like slurred words. Video and drunk is slurred words with like that weird sort of like leaning oh, close to yeah, the camera. Let me tell you about. <laughs> The hand, the hand that moves, and, and the, 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 the fingers close really, really slowly for the, for the pointy finger. That's what you need. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm most of the way there for this, actually. There you but, go. Uh, bad podcast. <laughs> so what's your second podcast? 
my second podcast, and as I mentioned before, I'm a pedestrian. I, I don't have a car. Um, I uh, wanted to make a podcast. Oh, actually, quick diversion from that. Uh, I almost got hit by a car today as I was walking home from 7-Eleven. And my first thought was, I'm going to have to DM Robbie and tell him I can't be on his show. And <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, God, I almost died. It was like, no, I don't want to inconvenience somebody if they're, they're trying to record a podcast. If I'm in the hospital. <laughs> no, that was going to be, it was going to be me tweeting a picture of me in a hospital bed with lol underneath it, because me, and then me DMing you and saying, like, sorry, I can't be on the podcast because I'm in the hospital. Um, You're replying, like, you have your phone. <laughs> I think this is the best podcast because hospital lighting's actually pretty nice. It's nice. It's, it's even. It's because they have to be able to see bits of your body without shadow. So you have a nice even lighting. You have the like noise. Okay, I would have done it. Now, like as long as I wasn't on too much morphine, I would have done it. Okay, cool. It would have been better. If <laughs> I get drunk. Okay, so you know what? War, 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 Warhammer. <laughs> okay, let's start. Okay, if I get hit by a car, because this comes up frequently in my life, if I get hit by a car, I'll send you a DM and we'll do another episode. Okay, the car slash episode. <laughs> oh, I'm going to figure out what this happens. So, pedestrian podcast of some sort. Um, so, uh, it's, it's review, review Your Sidewalks. Um, so this is, I, I don't know what the sidewalk situation is where you are, but I live in the Northern part of Seattle and the sidewalks are incredibly weird up here. Um, a lot of Seattle was added on after the fact it was other smaller cities that were sort of shoved into Seattle and they had varying laws about whether or not sidewalks were required. So as you go further north, the sidewalks start getting really splotchy. Like literally, there are sections of this area where there's a main thoroughfare that goes right by where I live. And as I walk north, sidewalks start and stop multiple times on the same block. So you're walking on a sidewalk, then there's a giant bush and no sidewalk, and you have to basically walk out into the street. This is a four-lane, 35-mile-an-hour um, road, and walk around this bush, and then another sidewalk starts a little bit further beyond that, and this continues on and off as you go. And this is just me walking to 7-Eleven. Like, this isn't even, like, I'm not, once you get into the actual neighborhood, like off of the main drag it's even crazier than that it's just like there will be one house that has sidewalk in front of it and nothing else and drainage ditches even on the side so it's like you're jumping over a drainage ditch as you go back and forth down the street so you can be on the sidewalk and not in the street and so i want i want to review my sidewalks i want to go around and do sidewalk reviews for the area that I live in and maybe give some suggestions for improvements, maybe yelling them directly at the people who have the property that the sidewalks are on. Um, and 
but I would also like to take viewer submissions for their sidewalk reviews and let me know how good, bad, or in the middle the sidewalk situation is where you are. Okay, so for this one, uh, I think you really have to get into because it's it's the the sidewalk itself. It's sort of interesting. It's it's weird. Okay, so you get the weird pool, but then once you got the once you get the people in, I think it, it, it the interesting aspect will be. Um, the sort of patchwork municipalities and laws and all these weird things that have created a situation where there's a block where one house has a sidewalk and everyone else for whatever reason <laughs> for whatever weird maybe that house was built after a certain date and there was a law that had to have a sidewalk these other houses have been grandfathered in and the city apparently doesn't give a fuck because they're letting people walk in the middle of the road <laughs> you know well that bush is there we can't put concrete in. We're going to disrupt the bush. I, I, I might actually have a picture of that. Like, it's one of those things where I, I was, where I was walking there one time and I was just like, this is madness. Like, who would possibly think this is a good idea to just have sidewalk bush, four lane road on the other side of it? Like, no one thinks that's a good idea. And yet there it is, there it is. you know? That's that, and I think there's there's there is a um, if you get sidewalks from around the world because some sidewalks are actually there's like some of the sidewalks in San Francisco, um, when you walk to a, a corner, you're walking across the street to the intersection, um, they'll have stamped into the concrete the name of the street, the cross street you're about to go. So let's say it's 23rd Avenue, it's each one two third Avenue, um, and then have an RD little RD above. It. Um, some of them, they're just wrong, and they've been wrong for years, and only recently have they been fixing them. So let's be like, so uh, the example would be 23rd, but instead of an RD, it'd have TH. So it'd be 23rd? Yeah. Um, and I think that's sort of interesting, like, why, why did it take so long? Because you can see the ones that are wrong, because they have a brand new path. <laughs> it's just like a little square or a little rectangle that's been sliced out. They put, they slathered in some new concrete and then put the correct. <laughs> or avenue is spelled wrong, like AEV. It's just this weird sort of like. I, it, it's funny because I, I lived in San Francisco and I feel like I, I saw that stuff when I lived there, but it just sort of passed by me a lot of the time. And then every so often you'd see 23rd and you'd just be like, no, no, no. Or like they'd have them backwards. It's like, this is Eddie, and it's like, no, Eddie's this one. Oh, yeah. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like Eddie and like, um, and like Larkin or something. You're like, no, right. no, yeah. no, you got these backwards. Oh, I'm glad I live here. <laughs> and we get along. Also, that's human poop. <laughs> also, there's poop. I, I, I think uh, what, what happens is that you're so concerned about the poop, especially if you live, I live in the Tenderloin. You live in the Tenderloin, I believe. Yeah, so we both live in the Tenderloin, where you're so, you're like, I got to keep an eye out for poop, got to watch out for the poop. You're not really concerned about the, the, the street naming. And by the time I moved out of the Tenderloin, like, smartphones weren't a thing still. I think, like, I, we, I, I didn't even have a, I don't think I had a cell phone when I lived in the And so, we had, you know, we weren't taking pictures because you had, like, you know, you had to pay for film, or maybe you had a shitty digital camera, and you didn't want to, like, right. pull up your two gigabyte or two megabyte uh, video card. 
or, or, or SD. Oh, I took three pictures and now I have to plug this into something and take all the <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to take a picture of the road. Now that we have fun, we're taking pictures of all sorts of crap for years. And then they send it into my podcast send it where I review their street and I give it a bad review because you misspelled Avenue. What are you doing? You're the Department of Public Works. What are you doing? You should also share the Department of Works website or phone number. Who's, here's who you need to call. Yeah, no, that's every, it's a call to action. The end of every episode is a call to action where I want you to, to email somebody or call somebody and say, this needs to get fixed. This is fucked up. People need to walk. Like, let's go. More than a bush needs to be there. I, I don't have a picture of the bush, or, or I can't find it quickly in my recent photos, but I, I'm going to take a picture of it the next time I walk that way, and I'm going to fucking text it, or I'm going to post it on Twitter and tag yeah. you in it, because you need to see this. It's madness. It's, like, this bush is huge, too. This, like, this bush is as big as the room I'm in right now. Like, it's it. The, it's bush, the bush is grandfathered in, and we can't do anything about the bush. <laughs> The bush is technically a person. It's the like that, that mountain in New Cor People, Zealand. corporations, bushes, they're all the same now, according to the government. The bush this bush has contributed a lot of money to the Chick-fil-A fund. Like, yeah. I just... You just, you just want to... Okay, fine. 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 You and your bush. But no, I, I want to I, I know. I really, honestly want to know what other people's sidewalks are like. Like, I think that would be I interesting. That, that is uh, interesting. I don't know how many episodes. I think it's interesting. And if you, especially if you get into the, 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 the history of why those sidewalks are the way they are, I think that is actually uh, more people are, are interested in infrastructure than, than I think a lot of people realize. Because everyone loves infrastructure week. Yeah, every infrastructure. But like, especially like small town or big city or even mid-sized city infrastructure is always kind of interesting. Like why are things the way they are? And uh, if you can get into that, like you know, someone sends something in, you, it, it, it's a lot of work. It's I would really like I would really like foreign people to get in touch because I want to know like what are yeah what are rural Dutch streets like what like what's the street situation in Bangladesh like yeah. Yes. You know, where do people where do people walk? Do you have a sidewalk? If you don't have a sidewalk, where do you walk? Like that's because I, I've been a pedestrian most of my life. I grew up in New York City. I lived in New Orleans. I lived in San Francisco. Like I've I've actually never owned a car. Like mm -hmm. I've had cars that I could use, but I've never owned owned my own car. And I would love to know more about walking culture in other places. And maybe this could just be a walking culture podcast where it's not just about, you know, sidewalks, but like, I'm broadening the scope. I like the idea, because if you say walking culture, people think it's like, like runner's world, but for walking. I think right. talking, like, if you specifically hone in on sidewalks, and then from that you build out this sort of, this explainer of like what the culture is, let's say in Bangladesh, you get someone and you get it again. It's a, it's a, it, it, I think you need a couple people, one or two. Uh, you don't need the person who's sending it in, they don't have to be on. Maybe they can like call, maybe they can do an email or whatever. Um, but I think the idea of, of, of researching each, each city or each township or whatever and, and figuring it out would be interesting. Again, uh, like most podcasts, it's a lot more work than people realize. <laughs> this podcast, no work at all. I don't, I don't edit this podcast. 
I don't, I, this is like the least amount of work that I, I do on absolutely anything. And there's it says recording right here. I assume that's just, that's the podcast. That's it. This is the, that's it. I'm just recording right here. I don't, I don't, I don't tweak. I turn up the audio a bit because I, that's it. That's, 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 and I, I wrote the song really quickly. The graphics I made in Giphy on my phone. It is. Are you going to put a picture of a train in when you say uh, that? You know what? I did that for like one or two podcasts. I'm, uh, <laughs> could you do it? Could you do it for me? I liked it. Okay, I'll add a train. Yay! I'll let you train. Uh, do you have a third podcast or, or, or a third idea? Yeah, so the third idea is actually the like kind of okay idea, um, which is uh, the, the Zoom call I just mentioned, where uh, me and um, a group of people I know, uh, most of whom live in California, get together and yell at each other about movies. It's called yelling about movies. <laughs> Um, we, we actually are already doing this. We have a, a hashtag on Twitter, which is hashtag YABTM, yelling about movies. And it's just us throwing our opinions at each other and also saying that each other's opinions are wrong a lot. Like, no, you're wrong about that. This movie is actually amazing. Stop saying it's bad. I hate you. Is it a, like a book club? Do you all go off every week and you're like, Let's, this week we're going to watch Star Trek 3, The Search for Spock, or the, wait, or is that, I think that's 3. Anyway, you're going to watch Star Trek, The Search for Spock, and then you come back and you get together and you get on Zoom and you're like, this is bullshit. Absolutely not. That is far too much planning and work. <laughs> <We're>, no, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is scattershot stream of consciousness like we're talking about like this Ryan Reynolds movie and we ping off of that onto this Ryan Reynolds movie and we ping off of that onto this other movie over here and then this TV show and just just constantly telling each other that we're wrong. Like it's, it's just the most cathartic thing in the world because all you're doing is yelling at someone that their opinions are wrong and no one's getting their feelings hurt. Like it's, it's Twitter but none of it's for real. Like it's, it's Twitter without the, the the personal attack because you your opinion isn't as ingrained into your your ego as 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 folks on Twitter have have created. Like if my opinion is I love the Nether ending story, and if someone's like, I don't like that movie, fuck you! You're attacking me, you're attacking my family, you're attacking my right. ancestors, you're attacking the lady who lives down the street. Who named her dog Falcon? Yeah, and and I mean honestly, I don't like the never-ending story, and I'll yell about not liking the never-ending story all the time. But like at the end of the day, none of us hate each other when it's over. You know, it's just like ah, oh, we're gonna get together again in like a week and do this again because it's fun. We're just enjoying ourselves because when. I just start yelling fuck Quentin Tarantino over and over again. Everyone's just like, oh, Tad's here. And it's like, yeah, because my opinion about Quentin Tarantino is widely known and understood in this group. So if you're talking about, you know, Inglorious Bastards, and I'm just sitting in the corner on the Zoom call going, fuck Quentin Tarantino, they're they're just gonna understand that and and you know, I, I, I think people might enjoy watching it because 
we do all know a lot about film and filmmaking. Um, like there's people in here who have, who have written for film, people who've made films. Um, I it's not, obsessed... it's, not just, it's not just the armchair. Like I watch a few films every once in a while. These are actual, like, you know, either like uh, maybe not, maybe film students, maybe not, maybe, you know, but people who work either in the industry or have actually like delved into films, not just like, I love Marvel Universe. Everything else is stupid. No, I have I have literally in my living room plastic containers full of DVDs. I have at least four of them. Um, I have a whole shelf right here of Blu-ray movies because I buy movies because I consume that in a specific way and I don't want to lose it to Netflix and that kind of stuff. So like we are all people who who own a lot of media who who consume it but also really think about it and and analyze it and understand it in a in a way that's deeper than a lot of people who would argue about things on the internet with regards to film which is why we don't get mad at each other when our opinions don't match up Mm -hmm. because yeah so my, my my initial idea seems like probably a bad idea uh, to make this is that you you come up with three movies and you just sort of naturally segue between those movies for each. That way everyone's sort of on the same page. You show up we're like we're going to talk about Inglorious Bastards. We're going to talk about Batman versus Superman, and then we're going to talk about the Never Ending Story. These are the three movies, and then you just sort of like go through those movies and yell at each other. But it sounds like some of the joy of this show of this of the zoom call that you have right now that, will, that you might end up being a podcast is the sort of stream of consciousness that sort of leads from like one thing to another organically yeah um there's a there's a very popular uh video game podcast called the giant Bombcast. um yeah your your buddy will has been on multiple times and they're very much that way where they talk about they they have some segments they have like what we've been playing and news and stuff like that but they very much just flow from topic to topic as things are going on and it's like and not even necessarily about video games it's like oh we're gonna start with video games and come around to talk about fair food mm-hmm. like what kind of deep fried shit can you get at the local fair in type of thing and what that does, it, it allows people to be a little more in, intimately involved. You know, it's that parasocial relationship. I'm listening to a conversation between friends. Maybe I'm even participating between friends, which is not going to appeal to the young people, but might appeal to people <laughs> more. Well, I think in, it'll, I think it'll in the, people who are very passionate about movies they're, they're far more passionate about movies as a general thing as opposed to i'm very passionate about this segment of movie or this genre right or like I'm, I'm i have a film degree right so that so you know i make i'll make it i have very strong ideas about david lynch and john cassavetes i have like, you know so for me i'd be like oh yeah i'll watch those. I'll watch some people yell at each other. And I think there, there, there is an audience for this. Um, I, I, like you were saying with the giant bomb, I think what would work is like, you have to have some sort of segment, just a little bit, even at the beginning, right. just something to sort of anchor it and then just go crazy. 
And I think you have to make sure you go crazy within like 45 minutes, an hour or whatever. But other than that, I think trying to like, like I was saying, like trying to like sort of like, we're only going to talk about these three meetings. I think that destroys some of the joy and the idea and the creativity and the organic sort of path that, that happens with what you guys are doing. Well, what we've been doing or what we did just now is like, one person will be like, hey, I have a question. Have you seen this? What do you think about it? And then we start by going around each person because there are six of us in the call. You know, have you seen this? What do you think about it? And then, then it's a free-for-all after that. Then it's just bouncing off of whatever happens, just, you know, trampolining into different ideas and people picking up things that they own and showing them on, on stream and that type of thing. I'm going to show you this. <laughs> Yeah, no, I went, I left the room to go and get my Sorry to Bother You soundtrack on vinyl so I could show people that I bought this. Also, buy this. It's great. Um, it's a great movie. Like, I, I literally did that. and But I wouldn't have done that if we were having a, a round robin about one specific thing yeah. the entire time. Um and like i think i think it is it is better because of the lack of structure yeah but i yeah. that's why this isn't the terrible idea this is the this might be an actually okay idea but i don't know how we're ever gonna get our schedules aligned to make this a real thing i think what happens a lot on this podcast is about 30 40 percent of the podcast people are like this is stupid i'm like well if you did this, or if you just sort of like have this other, you know, maybe if you just add a little bit of structure, or if you had this person, or if you just sort of tweaked it a little, it's probably something people would watch. And I think the yelling about movies would be definitely something people would watch. So what you're saying is you become a podcast incubator. Almost, except I, uh, once I hang up, I don't care. <laughs> well, no, no, but... Incubators don't care either. They just want you to come in, give them some money. Yeah, I don't. I and don't, then leave. Maybe you should start charging your guests money if they come up with a good podcast idea. No one's gonna. People barely want to be on it now. I don't. <laughs> you want a percentage after that? I think everyone has a very good time when they come on the podcast. But I don't think people. I think people are 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 concerned that their ideas are not going to be funny enough, or 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 or, or weird enough, or you know. I think there's a yeah. No, it, it, like terrible ideas are funny. Like that's that it, it's inherently like if you've had an idea and you think this is a terrible idea, who would do this? That's inherently funny because that's you have in your mind created your own paradox, so it's already funny. Well, I think initially what your brain does and is like it connects a bunch of things. And for even a split second, even an instant, you think, oh, this is a good idea. And then you realize it's not. And you're like, right. oh, I can't believe I thought about that. And that is literally what this show is all about. No, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make some spaghetti. What if I just dumped some yams into it? No. First, you're like, no, why did I think that? <laughs> but the spaghetti yam podcast would be hilarious. Like... Well, it'd be one podcast of you making spaghetti, figuring out how you're going to make the yams, chopping up the yams, boiling it, whatever, however you cook your yams, and then put it in the spaghetti. And at the end of the podcast, you have to eat it. And then you have to say, 
this was a bad idea. I need a bucket. But everyone would think it was funny because you've put all that work into it and then at the end, it's become a disaster. Yes. And so with that, (laughs) at the end, it's become a disaster, just like our lives. America! America! Well, Tad, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Oh, thanks for having me. Go through, okay, so uh, Drunk Warhammer History. Uh, where I, I, I'm assuming you should make a, you should also be painting a figurine because nothing's funnier than someone paint all over their hand, their face, and then a horrible figurine at the end. Uh, Fucked up my shirt in the middle of it too somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta throw this shirt away. <laughs> uh, sidewalks, your sidewalks, and then it's sort of like an idea, like how uh, the, the the history of the sidewalks in your town or city or. I do appreciate you walking me through that to like an actual street culture podcast. Like I now actually kind of want to do that. Yeah, and that's what I end up doing. But then you have to remember podcasts take a lot of work. <laughs> like that podcast sounds like a lot of work and a lot of like stuff like editing. Um, and then uh, uh, our favorite that you're already kind of doing, you guys just have to hit record, I guess, uh, yelling about movies where a bunch of you and your friends get on. You're all movie aficionados. You're all very uh, deep into movie culture. Um, and then you just, you have some strong, strong opinions about movies. And then at the end, you all hug, at least via Zoom. Yay, movie hugs. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Man. I really appreciate it. Thanks uh, for having me, Robbie. I, I, I enjoy the, the, the Wu-Tang Clan shirt. Um, Look at that. Look at that. ODB. Um, Rest in peace, big baby Jesus. Uh, as always, uh, this is the Stupid Podcast Ideas Podcast. Well, then I will have a new episode going up on the internet somehow, Spotify, YouTube, whatever, every Tuesday and Thursday until people do not want to talk to me anymore. If they're sick of talking to me, I'm just going to stop doing this because... Uh, doesn't matter. Thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye.